0: All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Sabre Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, May 12th of 2023 here. We got a big 13-game MLB slate. We have a two-game NHL slate tonight, and then we also have a two-game NBA playoff slate. This will be our last show of the week. We do the show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, so get your questions in ahead of the weekend here but for those of you who are new here welcome my name is andrew i'm one of the coaches over here at saber sim this is a show where we go over how to use the sabersim app answer any and all dfs related questions that come in live in the youtube chat or in the office hours channel over in our discord server if you're not in our discord there's a link in the description below to join highly recommend it as always there's also a link to a seven day no strings attached free trial for just stumbling upon this show not joined up with saber sim check us out seven day free trial come on this show and get your questions answered but with that being said gonna get the app pulled up here uh have one question from support and then have a uh looks like two questions in the discord here so um should be a good starting point for us today but if anybody has any questions that they want to get answered Uh, now is always a good time to get those in the chat. So I'm going to start with this one from support and then we will jump over to the discord. So question says, only thing I'm confused on is just say a team and MLB DFS is chalk. Do I fully fade them as a stack or do I fade them as a full stack and keep them in as a mini stack? Okay. So good question to get us started today. Uh, First off, I just want to talk about, you know, kind of chalk here. So uh, just, just to start, I think that, you know, you're, we're kind of talking about chalk in the context of this question as having like a negative connotation, right? Uh, all chalk is not bad chalk and all chalk is not good chalk. Sometimes chalk is warranted. Sometimes chalk is not warranted, right? So let, so, uh, I just want to like proceed with caution here that, uh, just because a team is chalky, a team is going to be higher owned here does not mean that you should not, play them does not mean that you should full fade them does not mean that you shouldn't have some five stacks of this team, right? Uh, A lineup in, in DraftKings MLB lineup is consisting of 10 pieces, right? You can stack five players from a team at most that gives you, you know, half of your lineup to get different here. So there, there is nothing wrong with playing a chalky team. I think Philly is the highest implied run total here on the slate at the moment, right? Uh, If we just come to team stacks sort descending here, we can see that Philly is uh, highest run total team playing in Colorado uh, by a wide margin here. Right. But there are plenty of ways to play Philadelphia and still be different from the field. Right. We have our secondary stacks. We have our one-offs. We have our pitchers. uh, We have the construction of the way we choose to roster philadelphia specifically right um so th- there's a lot of different ways to play chalk i i would say that i would never just blanket fade anybody i would never um just just put this one size fits all answer to chalky teams i think that the best way to kind of figure out uh if 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 some of this chalk is warranted is to do a research build um or or just run like a test build here just come into the app you know run a build see what you're getting right so let's just run a build that way we have something to work with here um but but we can go from here so let let's let this lineup run uh see a couple people jumping in the uh live chat here so uh we'll make sure to get to all the questions before the end of the show especially since it is a Friday. I want to make sure I get back to everyone here, but these lineups are finishing up here. So let's start chatting about these. So let's go over to team stacks here. I'm going to look, uh, actually I got to make two adjustments to projections here to see my lineups. So we're going to look at 20 lineups out of 500 here, uh, right off the bat, you know, we're, we're pretty, I would say even with Philadelphia here in our top 20 lineups. So In our top 20 lineups, um, we're getting to 25% Philadelphia, and then we're getting to about 20% in our pool of 500 lineups. So 100 out of 500 lineups approximately have Philadelphia here. We're playing them at kind of like an even rate here. I do not know why my screen is glitching. Um, But anyways, uh, I think that, you know, this is fine. I, I think that sometimes when you're not sure what to do with chalk, sometimes the best thing that you can do is be neutral to them. Like when you're like, Hey, you know, I don't really know about this, this chalky team. Uh one, Listen to Saberson, right. Uh, let Saberson give you some feedback as to what you should do. But, but if you're very uncertain about what way you want to go, uh, the best thing that you can always do is, is, is match like approximately uh, the the ownership or the optimal rate here. Right. So I think that uh pool exposure is how much they, they come up across this, uh, this this set of lineups that that we've generated for this slate right 500 is a small sample size but I think like being close to this rate that they're showing up is fine I think that looking at um ownerships of the team and then trying to come up with an estimated stack ownership and then trying to stay close to that number is okay as well here right so th- when when you're matching the field what you're saying is like hey wh- whether when the team does good, I'm going to have my 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 ratio of lineups to the field's ratio of lineups is going to be the same so this team is not going to hurt or help me relative to the field uh you know what like let's say that you know they 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 have a really good game um your your ratio of lineups is going to be the same as the ratio in the contest so then you're going to kind of your lineups that are going to do good that that are still alive have a chance of winning are going to be the same as the fields uh, the same proportion right but let's say that you know you take a stance where you're where you're fading them now all of those lineups that are doing good the field has those and you don't so then now you're you're in a uh, a position where you can get affected by that game outcome greater, right? So if you are not sure about a specific team where you think there's going to be a lot of ownership, I think the best thing you can do is just match the field and then not let that game have a particular effect on the outcome of your lineups as, as much, like your lineup portfolio as a whole, and then take your take your spots somewhere else, take shots elsewhere on this slate. So um, to, to just summarize here, Chalk's not good or bad. Uh, Sometimes chalk is warranted. Sometimes chalk is not. If you're unsure what to do, the best thing that you could probably do is just match the field and pick some other spots to try and uh, get some leverage. Okay. Good question there. Going to jump over to the discord here. Uh, This question came in yesterday uh, from... From the Discord here after our show ended, I do wanna talk about it a little bit here. Uh, so the question was Is Sim Optimals rank just the order they were created? So I do wanna talk about Sim Optimals a little bit here because uh, there there were definitely some good questions here in this thread and um it it, we we had to have a little back and forth to kind of get on the same page here but i think that this is a good conversation for for everyone to kind of be aware of here so i'm going to build some lineups for an mlb showdown here and then we're going to talk about uh mlb single game metric we're going to talk about sim optimals and how all of those things kind of come together here so First thing, I'm in the post build. Uh, the first question was kind of related to custom metrics here. So if I if I want to make a custom metric, uh, what, what I can do here, I'm just going to use this mean one I made. So if I use a custom metric where I want to display the mean value of each lineup, what I would do is I would choose ownership, I would choose product, mean, and then I would choose value here. So there's three options. There's rank, there's value, there's normalized value. What value is going to do is it is going to, Basically do this calculation and then show you the actual um, product of, of the calculation here. So what it's going to do is it is going to look at all the ownerships of the six players in our showdown lineup and then calculate the GL mean value and then give you the output here. If you were to use rank instead of value, so instead of value, I use rank and then I can use rank ascending or descending here. What's going to happen is that it is going to calculate the GL mean of each lineup and then it's going to give it a score from one to 500 or one to however many lineups are in your pool. So I have a pool of 500. So each lineup is going to get a rank from one to 500 here. So if I did, if I did Geo mean and I use rank and then I use descending, what would happen is that the highest Geo mean value would get the biggest number in that set. So my highest Geo mean, um, you know, this is interesting. Uh let's actually check this real quick. So if I do value, okay, so when I do value, let's see. Okay, value and I'm sorting high to low. Okay, so then let's go back into this. These custom metrics can be pretty hard or or if you're if you're not used to them, they can be a little tricky. So I always suggest trying to recreate one of the already made metrics to make your life a little bit easier here. So then we're going to resort this and I'm going to resort this. Okay. So, so this is definitely our highest geo mean value because we have like uh, all of our players are really highly owned here and our captain as well. So, so if this is the highest geo mean lineup, it's going to get the biggest number here. So it's going to get a number of 500. If I am using ascending and then if i'm using descending then this number should get a uh, much much smaller number here and then you just have to be careful when you're using these high to lows here okay so this would be technically a um zero geo mean because one of our players has 0% ownership here so then when i'm using ascending it is giving the lowest geo mean value the highest score so you have to be careful about two things here. You have to be careful about when you're using rank, are you using ascending versus descending? And then when you are sorting, are you sorting high to low or are you sorting low to high? So uh be careful with those two things here. It can be a little tricky. Always get used to how the metrics work and figure out uh, what what these different sorting methods are doing before using them in your process. I think that is probably the biggest takeaway here. So I'm gonna change this geoman one back to value here so i can use it to describe my lineups and then um okay so talking about sim optimals here so so there's basically sim optimals comes into play two times here so there's a summary statistic sim optimal says the number of times this lineup was optimal in the build so what happens is we go we build 500 lineups right we are building using single slate simulations uh there's only one game on the slate so then that becomes a single game simulation so we are simming out this angels cleveland game 500 times to build 500 unique lineups. What happens sometimes is that a particular construction might be optimal for more than one game sim, even though the players, you know, aren't going to score the exact same fantasy points, uh, the salaries and the fantasy points that they do score work out so that the players are optimal more than once. So we might see this, the single construction, we're going to see it two times in the build. So what happens is that the builder cannot put the same lineup into your pool twice. So what it does is it just tallies how many times this lineup is used. And then that gets used as a part of our MLB single game metric here. So if we go to our MLB single game metric, we look at the formula. We are doing a very strong weight to sim optimals, And then as as one of three variables, and then we're also including uh, some of my projection and then average adjusted ownership with a negative weight here so this sim optimals calculator or tally here is just uh to let you know that this lineup came up more more times than once and then it let's say that we're looking at two lineups that have the same number of sim optimals here right uh this lineup two has two sim optimals lineup three has two sim optimals their single game metric is really what is going to break the tie which is going to come down to Um, this, this first variable, 100 times some optimals, that's going to be 200 for each lineup, but then it's going to come down to the sum of my projection and then the negative average adjusted ownership weight, which is really going to determine which lineup comes first and which lineup comes second in your, in your pool of lineups here. But those were like the big hitter questions that kind of came from that conversation. Uh, thought it was useful to talk about with everybody. As you guys see, I, I kind of stumbled through the rank ascending versus descending and the high to low. It uh, can be really tricky. I usually keep those on like a Word doc on my computer with, with some notes about how they work. That way, if I ever need to reference it, I have those. So would recommend something like that. Okay, uh, question here from Jay Stanger. And it looks like this is the last question in the Discord. Then we'll jump over to the YouTube chat. If anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get those in. So Jay Stanger said, just had a follow-up question in regards to with how many lineups one should make based on the sport slash slate. I know in the past the idea has been to make 5K lineups when possible, but there are a few cases like showdown when it is better to do less. So I guess are there guidelines or general advice on what to do for each sport for showdown? I generally stick to around 2500 lineups although it's still somewhat an arbitrary number i picked i still also stick to a similar number for sports like golf NASCAR, mma and then of course if a sport has a big enough slate i will go for 5k will these numbers still generally respect the same integrity or are there any more updates since the last time okay so good question here uh i i would say that these all these numbers are accurate here so on any type of classic slate with like multiple games on the slate i think you're fine to build 5 000 lineups here um for any sport that's like a showdown format where you're probably going to need an optimal or just basically any any format where you're building on sim diversity 10 i think 2500 is a good number to stay around that's kind of the number that i've had uh success building for i think that the builder at sim diversity 10 specifically uh, has issues building up to 5,000 lineups. So I think 2,500 is more than enough. And I think that, um, that number specifically is, is a, uh, good number where you won't really run into any issues. And the reason I think it's a good number, even though it's half of classic is that, you know, we're not trying to diversify. We're not trying to get so spread out. We're trying to take this group of lineups and showdown. And almost uh, wiggle it down to the lineups that we want to play. So we're not trying to have this big, effective pool where we can get really diverse. Uh, you know, using minuniques and showdown is probably not the best thing to do. Uh, I actually recorded a pro video earlier this morning with Jordan and Scott, and we actually talked about minuniques and showdown. So if you guys are on the pro plan, have, ex- have access to the pro exclusive content, would uh, highly recommend checking out the video that comes out. Later today should be uh it was a fun video to record and we had a good time, but we did talk about that point that point specifically. All right, uh good questions so far. We are through the support channel, we are through the Discord jumping over to the YouTube chat. Question from Duck says, I want to be able to set up SaberSim to multiply each player's ownership in a lineup and to stay in between a certain threshold. Is that possible? I want to make sure I am not going giving up too much value while making sure i can still have a unique lineup so if you're trying to build rules based on um based on like a lineup as a whole what i would do is go to lineup rules go to add new rule you can go to aggregate and then what you can do is you can set thresholds here so i would do my own you're saying product um i would i would recommend looking into geomean, which is like a form of which uses product um, ownership, but, but makes the numbers a little more easier to use here, but you can do my own product. You can do at least, or you can do no more than you have to set some type of threshold here that you're comfortable with. So this is something that you should know going into the builder. Like, Hey, uh, this is, this is what I'm looking for here. Um, but if you're looking for like some, some documentation, if you go over to settings, you go to help. And then this will take you to our support library here. And this is what our support library looks like. Um, saversim.com forward slash support. And then you go over to frequently asked questions. It'll take you like a library of all videos and support articles up at the top. You can type in Geometric mean. And then I did this video a while ago. It says how do ownership product and ownership Geometric mean work? It's a four minute video. I walk through product ownership versus Geo mean versus some ownership, how they all work together, how you can apply them in the app. This is a, I think a uh, pretty, pretty good video here, a little biased, uh, but but quick and and shows you how to use them in the app here. So I would highly recommend checking out that video if you want to learn more about the about applying those type of rules to your process here in the SaberSim app. All right, question from Ryan. Ryan said, "Playing a little truck series tonight. The NASCAR price pools for the lack of good content in the space is pretty." Impressive. Yeah. I've seen trucks be pretty good. They have like 20 K to first, uh, prizes sometimes. So I, I, I didn't know that it was, um, today I, 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 for some reason, I thought it was Saturday, but good luck to you in trucks. Um, I, I think that, you know, don't, nascar is is seems to be like continuing to grow in in my eyes i think as a uh, consumer sport as as a dfs sport the price pools continue to be healthy and nice to see trucks in xfinity uh, getting some love as well on some of these other days all right question from danny just got i just got the pro plan I, any videos on how to use advanced sorting metrics also where do i access the free daily prop bet uh so danny just make sure that you are in the discord if you're not in the discord there's a link in this descrip- in the description of this video in um that that we're recording right now so just you know uh go check out the description there should be a link to the discord make sure you're in the discord uh the bot in discord will sync up your Saversim account if you use the same email address so just make sure you use the same email address to sign up for the discord. And then once it recognizes that your email address is on the pro plan, you will get access to the pro channels. Uh, there's a pro channel. There's a pro videos channel. We do have videos about custom metrics. There's a video that Jordan did um, a couple, a couple weeks back specifically related to custom metrics. So once you're in the pro videos channel, you can just scroll up there. This is where all of our content for pro exclusive videos is going to live. And then we post, post the free daily prop bet in the pro channel, Uh usually for MLB every day around 12 Eastern. You can find that there. Shane says, is it ever wise to go all in on one player at 90 to 100% on big slates. Um so I think generally the consensus here is going to be no. I I would say that it's definitely no for batters. I think that pitchers are a little different here. Uh so so this is all this question is always going to be relative to ownership, right? Um if if we have, you know, a bunch of low salary pitchers and then we have Spencer Schreider as like the sole ace on the slate tonight. You know, Spencer Strider's ownership might get up to like 70%. In order to have some leverage on the field, you might need to get up to like 9,100%. You know what I mean? But, but it's all related to leverage, right? So how much leverage um, I think is like probably a better question here. Like how much leverage should you have to any one individual player here? And I like to look at it in like multiples of of ownership here, like a two to three x ownership of a player. I think is like usually a fine leverage heur- heuristic here to kind of start with as a baseline. So I think that you know if you have sixty percent Spencer Schreider and he's projected to be. Thirty percent owned, I think that's fine, right? But if he were seventy percent owned, then having one hundred percent of him isn't even one point five x his ownership here, right? So, so that is kind of the lens that I would look through when trying to figure out how much exposure I want to have to any one individual player here. And then batter, batter ownerships are just going to be lower naturally here. That's why I would highly, highly recommend not being ninety one, one hundred percent owned to any individual batter. Ryan said trucks is usually Friday Xfin on Saturdays. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that clarification. Um, just scrolling through here. Uh, we are all caught up on questions in the discord, YouTube chat and support. I'm going to hang around for a minute, wait for any last questions to come in. Um, but in the meantime here, if you guys are not playing over on owner's box, make sure that you are taking advantage of their overlay and their soft contests. Uh, use code saber or Sabersim to sign up they have a 500 deposit bonus and then if you use code saber or Sabersim when you sign up we will track your entry fees and you can earn free saber sim credit here so you can earn free months of the standard plan plan free months of the pro plan or free months of the prop plan depending on when you decide to cash this in and then once you cash it in your entry fees will reset to zero and then you can continue to earn as many free months as you can. So no limit to the amount of free months that you can earn here. But uh, looks like that's it today, everybody. Uh, we will be right back on Monday. Uh, what is that? May, May 15th here for our next show. So if you guys are building lineups over the weekend, question pops in your head, drop it in the Office Hours channel. Let it sit there till Monday. If I'm around and I see it, I'll try and get you guys an answer to help you with your contest over the weekend. But until Monday, uh, actually... Uh, Franklin said, are you ever going to put stroke gain column in golf? Uh, Franklin, I will check with the team as I think this is coming as a feature request before. So if it has come in already, I will make sure to note that people are still asking for it and put uh, put it in front of the team's face here. But until Monday, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you. Bye.